Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal. Great to have you in on Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency for all your equipment financing needs. Go Currency, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Now, uh, full disclosure, we're... Uh, Getting things kicked off from Arizona <laughs> this morning. And uh, sunrise behind me on hole number 16. I am not here staking out uh, for Dylan Ryle, I promise you. I'm down here to see my grandmother, uh, Grandma Shirley, great-grandma. Uh, she uh, had to have a, a, a partial hip replacement. She's doing awesome. Uh, she also has a big red Nebraska flag in her room. So she's... She's been asking about Riola all weekend. I'm like, Grandma, she had a uh, Riola had a great time, Elijah, at PBA this weekend. That uh, that has swept Husker Nation, Husker basketball on the minds of many. Uh, Husker baseball, a 180. And oh, yeah, Nebraska still in the thick of this. Uh, this race for the number one prospect in 2024. We'll get it all covered today on Hale Varsity Radio. Numbers to get in 489-1240. 489-1240. Can also uh, check us out across the Hale Varsity Network, 1 800 825 5865. Find us uh, on Twitter at Schmidt radio or at Herbal Essence for Elijah. Herbal can watch the show with Hale Varsity's Twitter handle, at HVarsity Radio. Give that a follow. And also the Hale Varsity YouTube um, page is where you go to watch things. KFOR Sports, KFOR Facebook, and KFOR Twitter, also allowed to stream. Elijah, uh, pretty impressive weekend, uh, specifically on the recruiting front. Nebraska is getting a lot of love from the, um, well, from the Riolas, first of all. But also, you look at some of the national recruiting experts. I look at Steve Wildfong with 24-7, and he had a pretty in-depth story just on, on where things stand. You had a special announcement last night from Dylan Riola, and it got the, uh, well, a lot of Husker fans slamming their brakes on to check out what was going to happen. It was Dylan just tweeting out all of his Power 5 offers and some rolled their eyes. Some was like, well done, young man, uh, to continue to keep the fever pitch of attention going. But, hey, uh, when it boils down to it, Elijah, it was just a nephew, right, and his uncle going to a basketball game right next in a suite separated by whatever it separated on that second level, uh, a head football coach 
and his program. But good for Nebraska. Good for Nebraska being proactive. Good for Nebraska using their advantage. Good for Nebraska, I don't want to say pushing the envelope to make it sound like it's something sinister, but there's a loophole here. Hammer that loophole and make it impossible to say no if you're Nebraska not only from a family standpoint, not only from a dad and connectivity standpoint to this program, but you yourself, if you're Matt Rule, I know you can't technically get FaceTime, but Coach Donnie can get FaceTime and just continue to make it an impossible no if you're Nebraska. Well, yeah, if you're Coach Matt Rule, you, you can't get FaceTime, but how convenient is that? You, you come into a basketball game with, with your uncle and you're sitting in the suite you right next to You can wave at him. How, how convenient <laughs> is this? Yeah, this is not like me going and visiting my Uncle John in Denver and going and catching a Nuggets game. It's a little bit different whenever you're, you're up in the suite, you get treated like a king, and oh, in the second half, the athletic director says, hey, come down and come check out my view from my seat here at Pinnacle Bank Arena. That's something special. That's actually what stood out most to me is the athletic director. I shouldn't call it getting involved in the recruitment, but I'm not sure what other way to put it whenever you're getting the number one player in the country to come down and sit in your courtside seats for the second half of Nebraska, Minnesota. And oh, conveniently from those spots, you're also going to get some uh, some time on TV, time on Big Ten Network. Every single time we get a cut of, uh, of a replay, who's that sitting in the background but Dylan Ryle? And oh, you're sitting right in front of the student section too. Uh, a great PR move by Trev and by Nebraska and, and I guess by Donnie as well to get Dylan here, use that recruiting loophole, get him some FaceTime in front of the Nebraska fans. And hey, that's Nebraska's biggest selling point is the fans. Uh, the fact that, you know what, whenever you come here, you're going to be a star. If your play on the field matches what your recruiting acumen appears to be right now, you're going to be able to, to make a whole bunch of money in NIL. You're going to get to be a, a hometown hero of sorts. And let's get you that experience right now while you're a senior, excuse me, a junior in high school. Let's show you what the, the Nebraska love is all about at a time when nobody else can get any recruiting done because they're recruiting dead period. We have a loophole right here. We're going to use that loophole. A beautiful job done by Nebraska this weekend. And uh, I'm not sitting here saying that Nebraska is a shoe in to get Dylan Ryle. I think uh, this weekend was definitely a step in a positive direction. We had Dylan uh, speak with some media following the basketball game as well, saying, I've never experienced anything like what I experienced here at Pinnacle Bank Arena today. The fans, I've known they're the best in the country, and they, they showed why today. That was uh, paraphrasing what Dylan Ryle had to say following the game. But all in all, a very, very successful recruiting but not recruiting weekend for Nebraska. Well, it's just hanging out with my uncle, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So you, you've got uh, Riola able to build a rapport from a, hey, Uncle Donnie, what's going on with the offense? Let's just pretend that question was asked or followed up on this weekend. And you've got Satterfield, you've got Rule, you've got another visit that's pending March 25th. You've got other high-profile recruits for 2024 that are like, okay, I want to play with that guy. I want to block for that guy. So you've got furthered relationship development. Uh, You have Spencer Rattler, and I'm going to go back to this. Rattler's high school coach is where Raiola is going to end up here next fall. And then you've got that common denominator in, in Marcus Satterfield. So, listen, and I know we took some guff Saturday on, quit, you know, just shut up with the USC takes. Look, I get it. I know USC's got five-star 
talent committing or there already. But guess what? Five-star talent decommits or transfers. Okay, it's 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 a year-to-year deal. And the minute a a a, a starter gets benched. I would put odds, and I don't have this scientific, I'd put on that 80% of the time they bolt. First time you bench a kid, they leave, okay? It's just, it sucks. But that's how it is, uh, or it feels like, especially at the quarterback position. And so, you know, I think Nebraska's right there. And and I would even lean from a recency standpoint, he just, I mean, he's just been here. He's up here seeing his uncle. That's incredible, um, and then what happens the, the, the 25th is going to seal it. I, I, my take is this. I think if you're Dylan, you're going to continue your visits. You had Riola, Papa Riola saying, look, we're, we're still going to Georgia. I don't know where that, that noise came out that we were not going to officially visit Georgia or not officially, but not going to take a spring trip to Georgia. They'll hit USC again. But Nebraska will be – heavy in their hearts in a good way, just because of what we all laid out. It was just a, a great showcase for Nebraska. This goes back to, you know, Mitch's, Mitch Sherman will be with us tomorrow, Elijah, the boomer bust discussion with Riola. Listen, I think it'd be devastating to some if, if Riola does not commit to Nebraska. I think Riola and Satterfield can find beyond a serviceable quarterback uh, post Sims and post Thompson and post whoever's on the roster. They can find somebody in 2024. They can find somebody in 2025. And the fact that they're in this discussion without him even coaching a game yet coming off a four and eight season, it speaks to the uncle factor. Sure. But it just speaks to the belief factor and the relationship development that the rule has. Rule's got an uncanny ability to get coaches and players sell out for him. I like this guy so much. I'm going to give it. And I think that. You cut out briefly there, but I just want to hit on some of your the, the, the main points that you were getting into there, Schmitty. And, and first and foremost, being that selling job from, from Matt Rule. And I just want to bring something up here as, as you go along with this group. And this is going to be a decision that's done before uh, this Husker football season starts. Dylan Rello, that's how the, the standard is with these quarterbacks. They're going to get through their spring visits. They're going to get back home. They're probably going to have a decision May or June. That's about the standard for your top of the class quarterbacks is you want to have that done. So once your senior year rolls around, you're not worried about recruiting anymore in terms of where you're going to go. You're worried about recruiting in terms of bringing talent along with your recruiting class along with you. You're going and talking to the other five stars in the country that you know, the, the, the four stars that you're good friends with, the people around your high school. You're going to go talk with them, try to get them in the boat. You're going to solidify the class so you're bringing in talent with you. That's the standard. I'm not saying, I'm not guaranteeing that's what's going to happen, but if history is any indicator that's probably how this is going to go as it goes on so let's not also think that whenever this commitment is made that it is done uh, in terms of the recruitment I I think if Nebraska is the choice for Dylan Riola you commit and then you continue evaluating how this season goes as the fall goes on you know what if this becomes a three and nine season you say well good thing it's uh, it's not December yet. I haven't signed let's go back and, and check out what USC has to, to offer and, and to that point about USC we, we did get comments in on our, our Saturday show saying USC's out of the picture that's not going to happen because I don't believe that. because they're going and talking to other quarterbacks let, let me make one thing pretty clear if you're the number one player in the country the number one quarterback in the country you didn't get there by doubting your own abilities 
I am sure Dylan Ryla has supreme confidence in his own abilities, and he's not worried about what other quarterback other schools are bringing in. You're the number one player in the country. You're the number one player in the country for a reason. Those guys, I don't want to call it ego because I don't know the kid. I don't know Dylan personally. I, I can't speak to him on if he has an ego, but that's just the general way you put it with these high-level athletes. They are confident in their own abilities, and they're not going to be worried about what other quarterback there's going to be in the room because you think, you know what? I am the best quarterback, not only in my recruiting class, but I'm the best quarterback in the country. I'm going to go prove it wherever I go. I don't think other quarterbacks are going to be a massive factor in the recruitment here. And also, other schools are going to know if you get the number one player in the country, you're going to make that work. And uh, I don't want to say you're going to leave other quarterbacks hanging out to dry, but you know the number one player in the in the country is your priority and you're going to do what it takes to, to make him happy and get him to your school so USC most definitely not out of the running it's a similar story with Georgia they're going to be stacking talent no matter what happens with Dylan Ryle's recruitment but at the end of the day the number one player in the country is the priority and it's the same way with Nebraska Matt Rule has made it clear throughout this spring that Dylan is the number one priority for Nebraska and as a result you mentioned the fact that the the Georgia visit was canceled at least reportedly and then it, it turned out it was just moved what is important about that is nebraska is now the last visit in his spring cycle that's a huge visit to have you know what you're going to go to the other schools but the one usually how it goes the favorite you're going to leave last so you can go to them and say here's what i saw at the other schools what do you have what can you sell me on because you're my favorite right now and i'm going to give you all the opportunities in the world to match what these other schools have shown me so you put nebraska last and you say georgia has this, this, and this. This is what they sold me on. What can you tell me about Nebraska? What can you sell me on as a counterpoint to those things? So that's what's huge about Dylan Ryla. The last visit he's taken this spring is Nebraska. Nebraska is your front runner right now. Not even close to a done deal, but that is where we're headed right now. And I don't think this weekend did anything to hurt uh, Dylan Ryla's chances of coming to Nebraska. I think it was a very, very successful recruiting weekend, though it wasn't. wasn't a recruiting weekend, but it was for Matt Rule, Trev Alberts, and staff. You know, Elijah Herbal, Chris Schmidt, a tale varsity radio uh, kicking off a Monday on Dylan Raiola, his visit to Nebraska PBA, the uh, well, the worship <laughs> that went on inside the arena. Listen, the more and more I think about it, you want to talk about the ability to appeal if you're not at the level, right, as a USC if you're not at the level right now of, of what Georgia's doing, if you are, right? Nebraska's not far off, I don't believe, from being 9-3, and 10-2, and two, being a second or a third best team in their pod, being the best team in their pod or side of the division. I think Nebraska has the talent here. It's got to get coached up, and I think Coach Rule and his, and his crew c- can do that. I don't think the turnaround time's awful. I don't think it could be. You want to be part of that accelerant if you're Dylan Riola. And I think it could really work in Nebraska's favor. Be this program changer versus the next guy who goes and wins another Rose Bowl at USC, goes 11-2 and and wins a Heisman. That's all great. It's wonderful. But do all that here and, and change a program or, or help get a program back. Right. I mean, Carson Palmer did that for USC back when Pete Carroll showed up. Well, Nebraska's had a couple, three quarterbacks take Nebraska from good to great. Turner Gill, Tommy Frazier is, uh, is Dylan Riola, that, that third guy. 
So well, uh, fascinating to see. We'll spend some more time on Nebraska basketball's weekend. Not their greatest game, but a uh, spark by Sammy Hoiberg was was big time, and and they just kind of drilled Minnesota. It's all good. Here comes Sparty tomorrow, Elijah. Yeah, and it's incredible that, that Dylan Rell is able to take steam away from the basketball team like that. They're on their best stretch ever since Fred Hoiberg has taken charge. And, oh, now Dylan Rell will sit in court side of the game. We're going to talk about that for the first segment. So we will have more thoughts with Husker basketball coming up a little bit later in the show. They're on a four-game winning streak, looking to make it five tomorrow night against Michigan State. We're going to be at Rosie's. Uh, Schmitty and myself, as Schmitty gets back from Phoenix, we're looking forward to that. As, uh, Nebraska, Four get- to six tomorrow down at Rosie's. The Pride of Fairbury, Bill Dolman will be with us. Mitch Sherman joins us. Jack Ebling, Mr. Michigan State. Uh, you've met Jack. You know him. So that's cool. Today, loaded up. Uh, Jay Moore with us. Right after Uncle, the break, Jay Moore is going to be talking with us. Yep. Uncle Uncle Charlie, Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride with us in hour two. Brady Oltman's his take on the recruiting weekend. Stick around. Tale Varsity presented by Currency.